fucking faded out now. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Elliot Hour. The Elliot Podcast, Elliot that's what it's Hour. called. Right, <laughs> that's what it's called. my guest today, Mr. Hayden Galbert. And Mr. Ahoo! <laughs> Uh, this is actually really simple, but Cassie, I was like, you're very serious. Uh, start again, start again. No, man, it's going, we're good, we're flowing, right? Uh, Hayden Gallagher and Willie Chester, we're going to be talking about... We're going to talk about uh, social media and its damaging effects on millennials. Millennials, okay. So, like so give us the first topic of discussion. Well, as you know, globalisation is like the trend of like increasing information like between people on like a worldwide scale, so like... This kind of sense, like, it's like, how we're all, like, getting closer together, but it's, like, social media tears kind of far apart, even though, like, you know, it's bringing us all closer together from around the world and that kind of stuff. So, that's, like, that's deep, man. It's deep, you know what I mean? It's very deep, you know? But, like, the thing is, like, it is a big issue because, like, you look at, like, millennials nowadays, like, people have such a low, like, attention span and have been, like, reported as higher rates of suicide, depression, anxiety, you know, like, and I think just, over, oh, like, overall mindfulness itself, like, people are kind of... They find it harder to cope with stuff and like do studies and that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? And that's obviously this is all factual, like you know. And obviously, it's an issue that no one's kind of talking about. So, you know, I think that's um, something needs to be discussed. You know, but um, what do you think, Willie? What do you think about social media and how it's brought up as a millennial, like personally? Uh, I think our whole lives revolve around social media, whether we believe that or not. Mm. Um. I mean, you wake up in the morning, like the first thing you look at is your is your, phone. your phone. Or a, a lot yeah, of yeah. a lot of people, the first thing they grab is their mobile phone, and for a lot of people, uh, likewise at night, you take out your phone, and uh, I mean it's the last thing you see before you go to sleep. So yeah, that's a that's a bit of a scary thing. You told me that the other day, not to fucking. Yeah, don't go on your phone. Go on your morning. phone when you wake up in the morning and stop doing it. Actually, I did it for like a while and I realized that's a, that's a pretty fucking bad. It is actually. Yourself. You actually think, think about it. You actually manage like your say your, your social media usage. You actually lads, you start scaring yourself like because like I did a questionnaire and actually not even joking. Majority of people like eighty five percent of the people that I actually like get the questionnaire to, they actually admit like spend over five hours, uh, five hours a day on social media. That's creepy. That's scary. Like maybe if you added it up. That's what we all will get. Do you reckon you get close to that, like the average person? Yeah, I like. I think like it's it's mad that people actually know that. Like, like if people didn't know that, you could you could say something. Like, but they actually they're aware that social media is like has a huge impact on our lives, and like it also like it's it's very good for securing jobs and all that kind of stuff, and and and, and like building building relationships. But is it really like? Because like obviously growing up, like we spent like MSN. That was the kind of thing back then, wasn't it? Yeah. And everyone used to be on MSN the whole time. Yeah, and like you'd rather be on MSN talking to a stranger than actually go to your friend. That was that yeah, was what yeah. it was like for a long time. I think time. there's something to do. Um, something to think about though with uh what we grew up with. We still grew up in the social media age, but uh, if you think about it's it's now like you're bringing it with you everywhere. Exactly. So whatever you do is on your Instagram story rather than MSN that we had was like our main thing. That was like uh, you're out all day with your friends doing something, then you come home and go on MSN. Yeah. Or you get up, say you get up in the morning, and you're on MSN or Bebo or whatever it was, yeah. then you're off. So you can't bring the big computer with you everywhere. Yeah, exactly. You know, now it's like... It's in your pocket. It's, it's in your pocket. It's like every time something happens. You know, and if, I mean, no, it's Snapchat first came out. I think we all st- first started noticing like everyone was Snapchat. Everyone was Snapchat, yeah. Constantly. Uh, I, I think as well, like, like you know, what like what do you do throughout the day? I mean, like you get out of bed, you have your breakfast, like you brush your teeth, you go to work. Uh, like after work... You could be going to the gym, playing soccer, you could be practicing a musical instrument, anything. 
there's a certain amount of downtime in between each activity mm-hmm. and I, I think it, it's important that people should switch off Definitely. in between activities but really we're all we're all taking out our phones and we're spending that downtime on social media mm-hmm. and our, our brains are just like and social media is like overwhelming as it is like I mean you're taking everyone's like fucking opinion yeah, yeah like there's like it's, it, it's constant information just being thrown at you like yeah. And yeah. ads and messages and like you just feel like you're constantly in demand there's one thing that actually I want to discuss about is you know when when you're actually like having face to face communication with someone and you realise everyone has their phone on the table it's kind of like yeah do you know, anyone ever feel like yeah when you have phone on the table it's kind of like yeah I'm listening to I'm listening to you but I like if someone wants to talk to me I'm going to answer that like, yeah you know I mean? so it's kind of just just like it kind of disturbs the whole face to face communication yeah. you know what I mean like you'd wonder what gets the store between flicking through Instagram and actually having a face to face conversation or something like yeah. what. What are you taking in? If someone's telling you a really articulate, detailed story, like what are you taking in while you're on Twitter or while you're on yeah. Instagram or something like that? It's like, like it's yeah. it's like really sharp bursts of like gratification and yeah, it's gratification, like yeah. you, like your brain releases all these endorphins because you see something that's like mildly funny, yeah. and you're just ignoring whatever story someone is trying to tell you. Or, yeah, I mean a lot of pubs now are starting to like. Uh, I've I've heard of pubs that will like just ban the use of phones or just not have when you go Wi-Fi in. or something. Yeah, something. we don't have Wi-Fi. Actually, we talk to each other. That's a great idea. Like yeah. yeah, and you'll find that that's that'll actually start to draw customers instead of repel them. Yeah, yeah, is, for sure. Mm. I am um, from like experience from working abroad. I've the only thing I ever used to get asked when I was working in a bar. It wasn't like where is this beer from? Like where like where's the best place to go in the city or something like that say I was in Brussels in Belgium it was like what's the Wi-Fi password yeah. and that was like that was the only thing somebody would ever ask um, and it was obviously people who weren't from the area it wasn't like regulars there but I think the, reg- the regulars like at a place like it's a coffee shop or a pub or something they want to they want to go and sit down they go to meet their friends there if they're on their phone or not but like a lot of people are going to coffee shops for the Wi-Fi and like that's that's something to, something to be said about that as well like you can go to McDonald's you can have your coffee and one you can use it to work yeah but yeah. it's hardly not that, that benefits in that way like yeah. I mean that you can you kind of you can do your work anyway you want with through like through your phone and that kind of stuff like but that. I mean when you think of like when you think of chains like Starbucks and this kind of thing like like you can go there and do your work or whatever on your laptop but I mean it's mostly just groups of teenagers going there literally to just just, sit, to, just to yeah. sit in a circle and sit there on their phones in like, silence yeah pretty, like pretty much it's like, it's like it's like bro like computers robots kind of thing. It's like it's like that thing you know. Um, remember those old pictures we used to see? Like we were just talking about friends ago. Like stupid pic- people. Like when it, when someone if I made a photo on Bebo ten years ago and put up, a, like really graphic writing and a good picture, people would believe it just because yeah, like that's what fake news is now or whatever. Yeah. Facebook getting in trouble for but uh, like people there was like all these pictures where, imagine somebody came from uh nineteen ninety five said the year I was born and were put into now twenty eighteen. And they're looking around at everybody, just staring down their phones. Yeah, you'd be like, "What the hell's going on?" Like, now? "What the hell is going on?" People are probably more arched over. People mm-hmm. have more back problems because, like, every time, like, for every inch, your your head is leaning forward. That's and a pound yeah, of force yeah. leaning down, and people are getting all these pains and stuff. That's probably something to do with it. But imagine coming back from like a time period where we didn't yeah, have, we just didn't have phones. Yeah. Like, we didn't even have Nokia's then. You know? And I mean, like, even something as simple as that. I mean, posture is very important. Like, and you'd be surprised um, yeah. the difference like good posture can make. Exactly. Even even to things like your mood and stuff. Like, if confidence you're, and stuff. If you're hunched over, I mean, like, look at you're staring at the ground. Like, you're not making eye contact with people, and mm. like that can lead to all sorts of confidence issues. And mm. other people like thinking thinking that health. thinking that you're like a shy person or whatever, and that that might not be the case. Yeah, yeah. I think with the with the kind of like. 
it's really bad for mental health because you think about this way like mobile phones essentially like you look at them like every notification you get as you said like instant, instant gratification like every notification you get like releases dopamine in your brain and like literally from that like you literally just like you, you feed off it you feed off it you feed off it and then when it comes to actually people having conversations like long conversations they all want to move on to the next subject because they just don't have that mentality yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to do stuff that are like that are excruciatingly long and they don't have the patience for it so everything has to be instant for them yeah. and as well like you know with your phone like the brightness of your phone and it's not even the brightness of your phone but you're, when you're constantly on your phone as well like, you, like even when you want to go to bed at night like obviously you said like you know that like produces melatonin in your brain you know, yeah. your brain has yeah. to relax yeah. and I think with mobile phones and that like it actually distorts you trying to relax like and, and sleep like at night and actually affects you. So you're getting less out of sleep just from using social media. Yeah, and that's that, a fact. Like, that, was actually, that was actually proven that uh, when you're trying to go to sleep and you have your phone on in your face, your brain actually mistakes that for daylight. So yeah. you think you're awake, or your brain thinks you're awake, you're actually not, you're trying to go to sleep. Actually, no, that's yeah, fast. that's a really interesting one. And on the subject of things like anxiety um, and gratification, a really interesting one recently was Instagram actually admitted to withholding likes on your posts. So say you posted a you post an Instagram picture, thirty people like it instantly, they'll like drip feed you the likes, so that you'll keep uh, rechecking the post. Oh my god! Which is a really interesting one. That's scary. Like, that is scary. That's scary. Like because that people like they they know they know what uh, people's insecurities are and like let's be honest like you post an Instagram picture. And the objective is to get likes. You're oh, yeah. gonna you're gonna constantly recheck that, and you're just being drip fed likes. So every time you recheck it, there might be two or three more, and you're you're happy again. I mean that's that's pretty that's pretty scary. And that they think actually about. they actually admit that that's that's like controlling people. That's yes. what that's the only. Yeah. I think Facebook, Facebook were re- recently in trouble. I think just Zuckerberg in general, um, was in trouble because he owns Instagram and he owns WhatsApp. Yeah. Mm. So WhatsApp has encrypted messages, and then the, that that was the whole thing that I was going on with. But uh, Instagram now it's, it's something like you're talking yeah. about the like likes that you don't that's know you're getting. That's actually how they're actually like how many bots is there for every person yeah. on, on Instagram that's, that's it, like, like making you think you're getting likes. And stuff. I mean then things like Reddit then like Reddit Reddit's a great type but Reddit is like just absolutely destroyed in bots and you'll often see like random like subreddits and things like that where uh, people it's it's just kind of a joke whenever a bot posts it's all like a oh, spot the bot or whatever like you know? yeah. And it's crazy how bots and these things are like, are like hacking stuff now. Like, yeah, it's yeah. Hacking now. That's yeah. crazy how like you can hack everyone's file and bank accounts now. Like it's just crazy. Like, and that's probably true globalization. Oh shit! I mean, like that. Yeah. It's kind of brought the world to that kind of thing now, where literally you have your whole life's up on 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 the web, and it yeah. could crash like that. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's crazy. Like, I mean, if someone if someone wants to find out like where you are at a certain time, they probably can. Yeah. I mean. Just think of how much information you can you can find on someone it like by looking up their Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Yeah. There's that. actually a new thing on Snapchat. Like to me, I I actually said it last. You're not saying I'm predicting stuff, but last year I remember saying to my friends that Snapchat's on its way out because Instagram literally just copied it. Yeah, like, stories. Oh, you have stories. Okay, we're well, just gonna yeah. do that. If you can't buy it off, you kind of thing. Yeah. Because they like they try and buy everything, but um, there's this thing now on Snapchat. There's Snapchat Maps, which came out a few months ago. Yeah. And then uh, that it basically tells where your friends are if they yeah. check in. Yeah. Now, whatever. But now there's a thing that's even creepier. Um, it's called like Snap Travel. I think it's called something like that. And it's like, I looked it up. My friends in America use it a lot. Like Snapchat is more prevalent over there. So mm-hmm. if I go on USA Snapchat and look at it, it comes up on my friends over there, and I'll tell you if one of my friends drove from, like Iowa to Missouri. Yeah. Like John drove from Iowa to mm-hmm. Missouri today mm-hmm. at 
three three o'clock and it took him two hours. You know, yeah. that's what comes up on your phone. Like. And thing things like uh, snap maps. I mean, like we all we all know the the typical. You know, uh, what is this that it's it's a uh, about relationships breaking up because of Facebook and all this. Yeah. Snap maps leads to so many insecurities with yeah. couples. It's like it's like what are you doing in this place? Or what are you doing over there? You never told me you were going here. You know, I found interesting actually. I I was kind of a friend with a fellow ages ago, right? And like he, I was really close to him, but like he broke up with his girlfriend, and like before telling anyone, he actually took it down off Facebook before he told anyone. That's that's a bit weird, like. Yeah. He took it down like the, the like this member the like the friendship, like the the relationship on Facebook before he even like said to anyone his own parents or anyone. Like, I just thought it was a bit weird, like he had to address that to the public before he just to to his family. Like you know what I mean, like, yeah. I think that's very weird. That is weird. Especially people with like um, with kind of you know so like with uh. Not anxiety and non self but people like that, like they, like you always find people anxiety that actually are on social media more than than people who are not. You know, yeah, absolutely. And social media, I think, is, is for people who are, it's for everyone, of course. Like, and obviously, there's a lot of good things, but it's a, I think, I think, honestly, there's a lot of majority of bad stuff, damaging stuff, personally to someone. Like we, like I think, I've, like we all have superficial friends. You know, friends that we have on Facebook that we wouldn't actually be friends with them in real. Yeah, you'd wonder if you should say hello to them. Yeah, like you know, yeah. yeah, that's so weird. I always feel like that superficial friend, like that, that is so existent, like because. I did that thing as well, like and like what was it? Like, I think it was, where is it here? I think it was like ninety five percent of people said they had superficial friends. Like that is ridiculous. Like they had yeah. friends that they would never talk to in real life, but talk to on social media. I think I think that's crazy. Like I would say even like one hundred percent of people, yeah, surely follow um, follow people on Twitter, Instagram, or have Facebook friends that they would probably not even say hello to. Yeah, maybe, yeah. And the uh, people actually can get very offended when they realise someone has either blocked them or unfriended them on Facebook, which is even stranger. I mean, uh, I know someone, I'm not going to say any names, obviously, but I know someone who uh, got seriously tick at another person that I know um, after being unfriended on Facebook. And it turned out, actually, that that lad was just making a new account. <laughs> So yeah. I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> come on! Oh yeah, oh yeah. I recently had to. Uh, I actually have two Facebook accounts, and the one I used to use, I literally had like a thousand friends on, it, so I'm like couldn't deal with the people anymore. Just yeah. complaints, and I don't know. I don't know what I actually use Facebook for anymore, but it definitely wasn't to see if you're angry at the government. I, you know, like yeah. that. So I made a new account. Just I don't know, just to have it, I suppose. And because it's like, I, a, it's like a calling or something when you just yeah. To me, it was like um, when I was leaving home. It was like away from my parents to literally see what I was up to. If I was gone yeah. somewhere and taking photographs, like how else would yeah. they know if I wasn't just send it to them? So putting it on Facebook was like the thing. Yeah, and uh, that's 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 all I can. Use. But I I um, recently just deleted loads of friends. No, I don't even think that you can do this thing where you unfollow people on Facebook. Hmm. So that's, yeah. it's like a hacker way to not unfriend them and offend them. You just stop yeah, seeing their content. Like. Remember years ago, like it's all no friends. You actually take it so personally. Like, people do. People do. I used to take it so personally. I remember. You know when you stop using it, people, I think Facebook, people just stop, like, as, as like, Twitter, and stuff, people just stop following you, you just don't, you're inactive, same with Instagram, Instagram is the worst, I think, if you're just inactive, people just stop following you, know? like, yeah. that doesn't bother me now, like, obviously, Insta- I don't really use Instagram, but Instagram now is, like, it's, like, a platform now for, for popularity and stuff, like, you know, like, Instagram is, like, a game, like, if, if you stop posting on Instagram, you literally start, <laughs> you literally start getting less likes, no matter yeah. how good your yeah. photo is. I love the way eh, when someone leaves Instagram or leaves Facebook or something, everyone thinks they're like a woodsman or something. You know, they're living. They're <laughs> off the grid, yeah. Off the grid. Oh my god, he's weird. Oh, he's awfully. You know, he's a. You know yourself. Like he's just. You deleted his a Facebook. Freemason, I feel like I just. Yeah. Don't, I just don't like that. Like, I, I find I find having um, 
I find I have more tolerance. I don't know if it's my personality or whatever, but I have more tolerance for certain apps on my phone than other things. Yeah. And that's kind of weird to say because you shouldn't, like, you think you'd categorize everything into one thing, like Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Snapchat are just apps on your phone. But, like, some of them are, like, more, to me, they're more, like, easier to me to use and more applicable in my life than, say, Twitter, to me, is not an, is not something where I, like, have to check Twitter every day. Like, maybe once a week, I'll yeah. literally go on Twitter and see what the story is if I'm I, bored. I remember the Twitter when it's kind of business probably when everyone was on. I think yeah. I was so bad, personally, on, t- on I was going to say Tinder, I never used thing, but uh, Twitter, like, you know what I mean? Like, it was... Yeah. It was just something that I always like. Thought, oh, jeez, I would love like you know. It's just constant. You're constantly back to it all the time. Like, mm. like you're not other people's opinions, and you're actually doing people that you don't really care about, yeah. and their opinions, and then, you know, taking them, then you're actually taking it into account without even noticing it. And actually, actually taking other people's opinions as well. Like people are nowhere near as careful as they should be with what they post online. Yeah. I've seen some people online and like on things like Twitter where they think you know people think it's all harmless. That, like it's really not. Like I mean, you, that's your reflection of yourself yeah. you're putting you're putting up online and obviously like like there's the the old kind of cliche of like you putting your ideal self online but i mean i mean you can you can be human on it but don't just don't just look to start fights or yeah you know like I, like it's like, it's like yeah it's like, it's like you, you don't want to you don't want to look like all you do is go drinking and you know get yourself into a mess every weekend yeah. and uh, i don't know uh, but no, there, there's something to be said where it's just it's just the highlights you're showing as well you know like yeah. Yeah, I think Instagram highlights that a lot so does Facebook but Instagram more than anything like it only shows like 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 for me it's like a gym thing where if I hit like a PR in the gym that's what's going up it's not when I fail or something like yeah. that's what people don't put up you know what I mean or, actually you put up something was that yesterday or today yeah, yeah, I did. I put up, I put up me failing something because that's what and you, that's you, what you, don't see. you fail. You're, you're gonna fail a hundred times or something before you do it well. You know, so yeah. what's the point in just having? If I have an Instagram, I know that's to me that's not like being, that's not being true to what you're talking about. Like, because yeah. you're yeah. like literally, you're going to fail. If you don't fail, you're not gonna succeed yeah. in anything. So why would you only put up highlights of you doing really well or something? It doesn't yeah. make any sense. It does. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I think you have to. You kind of. You don't have to, but I think it's best to show kind of two sides of you. Yeah. The side that fails, the side that succeeds, because then you know through the failure how much success means. That kind of way, like, in that sense, if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. Anyway, that's, that's off topic, but <laughs> yeah. what else we have? There was one actually well about Tinder dis- destroying actually relationships. Tinder is yeah. kind of a way that it's well, actually not letting people go out and actually find the person that they, they like. Well, like this, this goes back to the instant gratification thing. I mean, like people just want to, like obviously on tinder it's like get together i mean they, they could only be talking for a few days they get together or whatever yeah. and then they never talk again yeah. but i mean that's like that's like putting up an instagram picture getting a load of likes really quickly and then just moving on to the moving next on one to the next thing yeah they make everything short short lived like yeah. instant gratification like, and then I mean? nobody wants to sit there and listen to a really interesting conversation it's the same way like no like people don't want to go through the effort of being in a relationship like mm. they don't want to go through the like i mean relationships are, are hard like but nobody seems to want to do it anymore if you, if you look at it in a way that um I heard somebody talk about it on a podcast I'm gonna I'm gonna rob it off from there I can't remember where it was but uh if you think of the um, we, when we think of American fast food or just fast food in general because we're pretty Americanized here in Ireland too with um just going to McDonald's into the drive thru in your car you don't have to get out of the car you just mm. give it all the money and you get the burger yeah the burger and chips that's it that's what Tinder is yeah like is, you don't yeah. you don't have to go you don't have to cook a steak. You don't have to do all the prep. You don't have to go I mean, and buy can, stuff in the supermarket. You can meet your date in McDonald's. Like, I mean, yeah, I've, yeah. I've heard it. I've heard but it like, no, from, from the standpoint where I can I can cook a steak, I can, I can like, go out and buy it in the supermarket, cook it, get everything prepped and eat it, and it's great. Mm. Or 
jumped in the car, go to McDonald's and eating five minutes. And that's what kind of what Tinder is when you it think is, about yeah. like not putting effort into talking to well, a, I remember, in a relationship. Like, I remember like when uh, obviously when I first got up my partner, like we were like literally like we were texting for months the actual window, like this is months like and nowadays you see people go with each other they know each other literally a week. Yeah, I understand yeah. our relationships already, and then the relationship ends then within two months. I just don't understand that. I don't it's not, um, it's not organic. Yeah, it's yeah. not. No, like you know what? I think like, like I think it says here in the questionnaire, like sixty percent of people of the people that I I did in the questionnaire, like they said that they they engaged with Tinder, but like only five of them felt that was worthwhile. So why would you bother then continue to use it? Like you know what I mean? And that's kind of surprised me. Like you know what I mean? I think all these social media apps are trying to make it kind of everyone lazier now by why go out and actually do stuff what you can do like at home and that stuff you're not gonna be like me we were talking about earlier about kind of gaming now and that stuff like you can watch people on, on like in their own homes they're making money they're making more money than people who actually go out and I'm not saying that that's that anything wrong with that I'm saying that's the way the world's come to now in that kind of sense you know what I mean that if you're just if you're talented at anything now you have to, you have to display it yeah, but I mean the thing, and you can profit off it like, the thing with Tinder the thing with Tinder is like it's this constant hook as well of like like I like I know people who constantly get the same people on Tinder, but there's always the kind of you know what if I, uh, swipe my perfect match like and we live happily ever after, and that's why people continually open the app. Yeah, Do you know. I mean, there's definitely certain ways to use stuff and like to to say like to look for like a wife, or husband on Tinder is a bit like it's a yeah, bit it's, and maybe it happened to somebody but yeah. I doubt it I doubt people actually go out with the intention that they're actually going to find a partner really. I think they're also going out for you know yourself one night stands I prefer to take it I think that's what it's for I think that's what the app is made for to yeah, be honest I think, I think they go, if you ask somebody at Tinder yeah. the company I'm pretty sure an independent company <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I wouldn't say they think because we're making we're making money on people being single I'm pretty sure this. I'm pretty sure yeah. what's that thing called match.com that's what that yeah. that is literally yeah. what their mission is rather yeah. than Tinder it's not like that at all it's like we want you to be single we want you to go off with well, all these people and keep using our app that's it like. well that's that's how it's that's how it's advertised at least you know yeah and it's like the same with match.com like I mean are you really going to find your husband or wife on that like I mean I don't know maybe you, maybe you would <laughs> yeah I, I think that's that, aimed towards is, an older just, generation of people to, this is down down to marketing really isn't it yeah it is it's um and who says an older generation can't do one night stands like I don't know yeah maybe well there's a uh, one fella here that like kind of actually interested me like a lot of people like 95% of people uh, participants that from my questionnaire said that they've actually been somewhat bullied or felt intimidated online and that's a high percentage like that's a lot like I think I've been like some people harass me online for no reason, like you know, what I mean, it's when it's when you expose yourself to people who are who you don't know. I think on Facebook, you know, you just accept everyone. I think I went to a stage where you know, like 14, 15, you just accept everyone, and yeah. whoever follows you, you, just accept them. And then you people right into it, and then like you know, what I mean, it starts off kind of grand, and then out of nowhere, it, it takes a weird turn. I think people just abuse social media in that kind of sense. You know what I mean? I think have like have you ever felt that experience? Have you ever been bullied or intimidated, or even on Instagram by seeing, like, yeah. especially women, like you know, when they see like like I don't. Example Kim Kardashian or something online, and she has all pictures of her edited the bits, and she has all this uh, perfect figure, all this kind of crap, right? And and women are constantly looking at that, and then they're trying to make. Obviously, it's 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 a, it's gives them that kind of impression that they can go on and they can do that as well with their bodies. But the thing is, it's kind of this re- un- unrealistic kind of goal. In that kind of sense, mm, yeah. A lot of these models it's actually been in the mental health of a lot of women lately, and that's why in a culture now with women, the better looking you are now, the the more successful you be in life, and that's kind of a it's kind of a horrible thing to go around in your life and and thinking like you know what I mean. Because it's pretty much the norm now in Western society, I feel, anyway, you know? I, I'd, say, I'd say nearly every time you open up Facebook or Twitter, there's always something there that's, like, trying to trigger you. Yeah. Or trying to force you to click on something. Or uh, a lot of people, especially people with insecurities, will think that um, 
certain posts, Facebook posts or Twitter posts, even Instagrams are about them in an indirect way. Yeah. Uh, and that just, uh, like, that can't be good for you. You know, that can't be good for your mental health no, at all. Not. Definitely not, definitely damaging, no. And then, like, there are more direct ways of bullying, obviously. I mean, m- remember that uh, Ask FM website? Oh, Jesus, no, I mean, yeah. there, there was another one. What, what was Very it? Was a like new one went up on Snapchat, too. Yeah. Recently, Sarah or something, it yeah. was called. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember, remember that other one? Yeah, one uh, poor, poor young one. Uh, yeah, that was enough. That's that horrible, lads. And, and what they said to her, I saw that ages ago. That actually haunted. I couldn't sleep after, after reading what people said to her. Like, I know it's, like, it's anonymous. Yeah. I know a lot of people when they write stuff on it they don't mean it. It happens it happens pretty regularly in Ireland. Um if you listen to the news, one recently happened I think. There was this girl getting bullied online and it it, it actually um escalated to where it was um happening in oh, real life yeah, too. Did you hear about that? Yeah, I did yeah. A lot of these kids got uh, in re a lot of trouble for it. For uh it started off as a this thing on Snapchat and Instagram and like just giving her shit and bullying her. She's only about yeah. twelve. Was she twelve, thirteen or something? Yeah. I think it's I think it was in Dublin or something, but and then it was it escalated to after school mm. her being harassed, you know, and that and that's that's the impact of it, I think. I, I remember I remember there was a there was the last uh, kind of website like that that I can remember. It was it would have been after Ask FM. Yeah. But it was this kind of uh it was just like this public forum and you could pick a place so you could pick like Waterford City or like Tremor County Waterford go on to it and there would literally just be this anonymous forum I can't remember the oh, name oh what was that called oh, man uh, I remember we had it in a, we had it at my college too Walrus or something like, what was it called it was really bad though it was like, really bad like that 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 was that was proper cyberbullying that yeah. was the definition of and it like, yeah. you could literally go on and like I mean like I have Shane here beside me but I could post anonymously like Shane is a blah 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 whatever I wanted and that would get like upvotes or downvotes. Yeah, and then people actually and put upvotes on it. And it actually makes it even worse. Yeah, it makes pe- the expectation even worse. Like. It would. It would get if it got upvotes. It would appear at the top of the form. Yeah. And there would be like you. You could comment underneath it anonymously as well, and no one's identity was ever shown. That I actually got banned out of my college in a, in our dorms. That was um. There was these girls getting bullied from it. It was just literally like it'd be on like a Friday night when all these posts like on a Friday all these posts would yeah. go up, and it was kind of it was kind of obvious that uh who it was like certain people yeah. certain um a certain team in our college um of a sport obviously were um were saying like oh we're this is the best team on campus they have the best looking people yeah, on campus yeah. and then you'd see like an hour later you'd see like a certain girl's name is whatever and calling her these names and stuff so they actually they actually had to ban it mm. from um if you mentioned their school or if you posted something in our in with our with our school in it because it's yeah. all areas yeah, it's yeah, all, yeah, it was all areas. um then you you'd be you'd be in trouble and you could be uh, you'd be taken out of college for it, which is kinda of crazy. But and had to be done, like. The problem with that website was uh with something like Ask FM, like you had to go in and create the account yourself and you put yourself out there for the abuse like. Hmm. But on that, you mightn't have even had the app on your phone and there would be people posting stuff about you. Yeah. Which is crazy. I think uh, what that we need to find out the name of that, but um, I can't remember the name of that. If we um yeah, we could Google that, but if uh um, what what that started off as was a form to say like it was like a, you know on Twitter where someone I mean, puts up like a general thing yeah it was it was literally it was it was just like an anonymous version but of Twitter it, really, yeah it was Twitter but like somebody put up like a somebody put up something that would be like general and people could relate to it then you'd vote up on it yeah like oh yeah, yeah that yeah. I, oh, I agree with that yeah like can't wait to go to town on Saturday night like and it would get it would just get like loads of upvotes and stuff there's one thing as well. Uh, that's what I find very interesting. It's like, uh, you look at the top five most addictive things, it's like a survey done in the United States, and like the fifth was like gambling, the fourth was like sugar, the third was like 
drugs, second was alcohol, and the more was social media. And yeah. all these things had restrictions on them. You had to be over 18. You had to be over 18, and you had to all these restrictions. Do you, do you possibly think that, that uh, for like, for young kids nowadays, that should they, should there be a restriction on social media and being accounts have to be over a certain age, like 14 years old? Do you think that's well, what the, actually happening? Because you, obviously you saw with the social, like, on Ask FM and all that stuff, when it comes to social media related kind of suicides, it's always the younger people who, who can't, you know, with, with, with very low cope mechanisms, you know, like kind of 12, 13, 14. So do you think there should be an age limit for all these other ones? All these other limits are an age limit, well, except for sugar, obviously, but yeah. for addictions. But should there be an age limit for, for social media usage, do you think? Um, I think, is it is it Germany recently brought in some kind of regulation on that? I think the... Could have. If you correct me if I'm wrong, I think it was... There's a literally a legal uh, legal age yeah. on uh, when you're allowed to own a mobile phone. Ooh, and that's I, very interesting. Th- I think it's 16. No, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Look at I'm pretty sure I've seen I've seen ten I've seen ten eleven year olds with phones like here and that's yeah. kind of a problem like if you're buying your kid a phone that young like what do you really need a phone for yeah. you know and what I mean what's yeah, exactly. cr- what's crazy what's absolute madness and don't even get me started on this but is how uh, young parents now will mute their child by giving them a mobile phone oh, that's crazy that that's the that's that, the new thing that's the like, new thing now, yeah. like you're talking like kids Just like that th- things like kids YouTube and um, like uh, young internet like for uh, under seven year olds like that's like the wild west you don't know what yeah. you're going to get on yeah. that I mean it is it is still the internet I know the internet's getting on a bit now and we're, we kind of grew up with it and stuff but like it's still the internet you don't know what you're going to get there's rabbit holes on the internet yeah that's it um, so like giving your kid that and we don't actually know the effects of that yet because think about it we haven't we're not the kids of that generation the kids no. are now so you give your kid your phone like what did we play snake on nokia yeah, it's like that's n- that's not really much when or, you think about like playstation one like which you know wasn't like it wasn't uh you didn't play online all the games yeah. were offline and then for tv you watch things like like the den um or like cartoon network i mean which were they would have been all re- uh regulated and parents would have known what they were getting when they turned on the telly mm. or like you give your you give your child a phone like you don't know what they're watching, yeah. um, and a lot of par- a lot of parents take it for granted that um that YouTube and things like that are totally safe when yeah, like they're not. absolutely I mean, not. It's yeah. like the easy way out of uh, of like disciplining your kid and making them yeah. like I like we don't know what's gonna be what the kids are gonna be like in ten years time though because their attention spans could be absolutely shot. It's gonna be so short. And they have, they have no cope mechanisms in even in the real world to actually deal with problems. When it comes to relationships, work-related problems, and all that stuff, it all impacts. Yeah. If we if we flip that on its head and say, um, like, what's the positive impact of all this? Like, rather than just being negative and saying the you yeah. know, parents need. To, if you think about it, the kids are gonna be so far ahead of their time with um growing up with media and growing yeah. up on say computers and schools, which are gonna be more prevalent than ever probably because yeah. they're so accessible to get a laptop. They're saying, uh, I think it was Argentina starters. They stopped um, giving like you know exam like uh, like uh like handwritten work, like everything's done on laptops now, on Microsoft Word, that's how you do your exams now, I think that's, that's crazy, I hope that doesn't come in, because that, that came in, that'd be the, I think it's going to, it's going to, it's going to be very bad, on doing exams, like imagine typing, exams, or typing stuff for your I've, I've done a few of the exams now, that are just typing, I've done two hour exams, that are just on a computer, like you just select stuff, and you have to write stuff in, yeah. and the teacher will stand at the top, and have his own computer, and it's just, he can see what you're doing, mm. but he, um, 
you're typing in stuff like he puts out like a like an internet like you you know you get in college like they send it they send out like a link or you have like a dropbox that the teacher owns and then you'll do you all show up in the classroom say there's 40 of you and, you, and he stand at the top of the classroom on his computer it's all it's just a, it's just like a, a like a modern way of just doing a test when he could just print out paper yeah. maybe you want to save trees or something I don't know but that's I've done a quite a few tests like bio, I remember science in the college I was in that was a that was their thing that, when I did biology and anatomy classes they did everything on computers it was no paper used yeah. I'd, it'd be rare if I ever used a piece of paper to a test yeah. and what, what was the thing we got in school before we, we left uh, cyber school what was it called like the whiteboard no not the whiteboards or the, the electronic boards do you get them in, in, in yeah they were school? like the, the smart laptops uh, like, like, like yeah we got them in my school it's like yeah these electronic boards Oh, you literally, well, you literally like it's it's kind of like iPads. Or yeah, you're, you're, you're actually like write, you're writing you're writing on Microsoft Word on a board. Right. We we that in my school and it's crazy. Like and obviously I know I obviously don't want to mention the school because you know it, that's you know, but uh, it's when I left every classroom had this electronic board thing, all of them. So the, like the whiteboard's gone. I think there's too much reliance on technology. And that's the bad thing now. I think yeah, some things you need basics wise. I think that's what is happening now. I think yeah. everything. Basic now is going to become harder because everything's been taped. Like you know, what I mean, controlled by technology, that kind of stuff. And you're right about the age limit. It's fourteen years old. Fourteen. Okay. Yeah. I, I thought it was, I thought it was sixteen. That's Four. absolutely. I think that's the best thing I've ever. That, that, yeah. That's Four. pretty. That's, that's pretty that's smart. That's Germany. Germany. I feel like the Germans do everything properly, and we, yeah, we're all just trying to catch yeah, up. Know, yeah. And yeah. apparently, apparently the there's apparently there's there could be a referendum down the line on that in Ireland, which Hopefully. I think has to pass. Yeah. Has to pass, yeah. Because you look at like social media is the highest, most addictive thing in the entire I mean, world. I mean, honestly, a it's like it's it's like uh, I reckon like like this could easily turn out to be our generation's version of like smoking cigarettes or mm. ju- like I know that there are still a lot of alcoholics around, say, but I mean, I I don't think. Our drinking problems are as bad as I think. They're, I think they're actually we're actually a lot better for yeah. for smoking and drinking at the moment. But I mean, then like, look at the amount of time we spend on our phones. Yeah. And what's another thing that I wanted to discuss was uh, you know filtering on, on on Instagram. Yeah. And how it kind of damages the persona of a person. Like you constantly have to filter things because you might not look this way. You might not look good and all this day. Yes, I think I brought up earlier with the Kardashian thing. Like. Yeah. I know it mainly. I think personally, I think it mainly affects women, but it does affect men nowadays. I think as well. Like, I think, in some sense, you now, like, fellas who are, I say, who are, like, fit at one point, and then, obviously, they go to, like, you go through your whole life, kind of, going in, in between fitness and that, right? But you kind of do feel shit sometimes when you do see, even men, like, some feelings, like, who are really, you get inspired by them. Sometimes you kind of do feel like shit, like, I should be doing that. I mean, it's kind of a good thing and a bad thing, yeah. in a sense, you know? Yeah. I, I, you think, know I think, for sure, we shouldn't, yeah, pitch, we we shouldn't pigeonhole women for, for wanting to be a Kim Kardashian or something like that, because, yeah. like, it's really prevalent, but to say, why are women always putting themselves up to, like, we do it too. Like, yeah. I think men are just as bad for it, if not worse. Yeah. Because I mean, men, men are pretty insecure, if you ever think oh, about, yeah, about the, the, bodies and stuff like that. Men don't too. really talk about as much women. I mean, no, that, that's, uh, that's, that's the, the difference. Thing. That's yeah. the worst thing. At least women talk, men. Men yeah. don't really talk. And that's the worst thing about that. And I think with feelings, it's kind of a hard, it's kind of more, you know, when it comes to personal issues, we're not, men are not very, like, not to say all men, but men as a stereotype are kind of, we're not very good to deal with, are we? Compared definitely, to women, like. Def- definitely not. I think there's a factor that people don't really pay attention to, you know, actually. I just think, uh, especially with, like men, like you see every photo, like everyone filters photos on Instagram, don't they? Like, and not even just that on Facebook as well. Like, so you're kind of saying to people, like, even though, like, I'm happy, even though I'm not happy. You know, kind of like that goes know. back to what I was just saying earlier about highlight. Just showing your highlights. You know yeah. what I mean? You're only showing the good what there. You're not showing. That. You know what I mean? You're not just showing yourself. Even if you're going to put a picture of yourself, you're going to filter the shit out of that just exactly, because yeah. it's Instagram. You know? Yeah. So that's a uh, that's something to add to that as well. Like you're not really giving your full self. 
Yeah. If you want to, like, if if you're if that's all you're doing is putting out what you think about stuff. But it's, kind of, it's more of my. Oh, I think it's, it's. You think it's more of a like environmental factor than it is biological, like our our kind of behavior. Do you think it's more to do with like the environment, like the way like say, Facebook and Google and all this kind of stuff, how they present the world, like you know what I mean with Instagram, like how mm-hmm. they present the world, like this is what you should do. Do you think that's more like their fault? I think it's more people's fault the way we the way we use it, like we abuse it, that kind of sense. We do definitely abuse it, like like Willie was saying about alcoholics and stuff, like if you think of something that you give like mankind anything we've ever gotten we've overdone it yeah. and that's how stuff develops too but at the same time we just do we overdo it like, and that's the yeah. same with any social media yeah. we just use the that, fuck out of it that's kind of the biological thing as well isn't it? Yeah. that's kind of both yeah. and a mixture of both yeah definitely and like if, if you imagine like I mean like think of the, the power that we could have with our phones and laptops and viewers like you have like everything mankind has ever discovered like at your fingertips yeah and think about what you actually use it for then like <laughs> clickbait tabloid uh taking pictures of yourself Very true, yeah. instead instead of like trying to like figure out the next big thing you're sitting there just taking pictures in a in a bathroom maybe it's our downfall of a generation too to not like be discovering shit all the time or maybe it's like uh, maybe there's a flip side to that to saying that there's well, I mean, there it's are, way easier to yeah. re- research and yeah, stuff like, like there are people out out there doing it obviously but I mean and I mean majority of us don't yeah uh, that's it like and and it's not even to discover new things but I mean it's to you know learn like pers- like for yourself like what what's already there like mm. you know and what do you think is kind of a kind of what do you think like personally what can, what can we do about the situation about social media like what can we do about it to, to reduce it like you know what I mean like not social media is not always bad obviously I think even yeah. abuse stuff like that is bad you know what I mean when you eat too much of anything it's bad for you you know what I mean well, so um, what do you think should be done about it I, I think the the recent scandal with Facebook and the the data protection thing could be a huge step forward Um, I mean we just kind of need to take a look at ourselves I think really and just be mindful of what we're putting online yeah, um, kind, of manage, kind of manage your own kind of, yeah. kind of our usage, is it? Yeah. yeah, and definitely just maybe maybe say to yourself, like, don't, you know, like that, get up in the morning and reach for your phone first thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, get up and do what you have to do, but, I mean, maybe, like, you could carry a book around your pocket instead, like, or, you know, yeah. just do, like, do something else. I mean, like, you're, you're, you're not getting anywhere like looking at your phone so when we talk about releasing those like nice chemicals in your brain like dopamine or whatever from getting like instant gratification from uh twitter popping up in your phone or somebody liked your tweet or somebody yeah. liked your instagram post like that thing is not made by instagram Twitter. that was already in your brain yeah. so when you think about like getting up in the morning and it's the sun is shining which you don't get much of in ireland yeah. say the sun is shining you go outside and like that vitamin d or that sun hitting your face is the same effect yeah, same that effect, the, yeah. the Instagram looking at in the morning shutting like that it gives you that same effect but that's not where it comes from it comes yeah. from the natural thing of being a human being and actually being mindful of yeah. like literally only because Willie told me last week like don't get up and look at your phone man yeah, I literally get up walk past natural. my phone yeah. straight downstairs and just like have a cup of coffee and sit down for a few minutes yeah. rather than like I always try what, what's going on Instagram you know? I always try yeah, the first thing I get up in the morning do not look at your phone like yeah if you have an alarm on your phone that's okay like, turn off like, the alarm and get the yeah, fuck yeah. out of there Boy, right? I, even not like just fucking buy alarm clock <laughs> you know what I mean like just buy an alarm clock you know what I mean and just you know it's what 8, eight euro max for an alarm clock Gally actually said to us last week anybody listening Gally said to us last week that uh we were all talking about like not looking at your phone when you get up in the morning and not like if you have an alarm or whatever and guys like I fucking went out and just bought an alarm clock <laughs> and we looked at him like it was like a fucking artifact yeah, or something it's pretty, it's pretty funny um, <laughs> you just have to I think nowadays because like you know you don't read your phone the thing is well your eyes are kind of hurting you do you know what I mean you don't wake up anymore and your eyes are actually in bits 
Yeah. You ever got that? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, gives, gives you, give you a headache. And headaches, like, and you get like I never actually, like I never got actually like migraine stuff until I actually started using a lot of social media. And then I got actually got a migraine. I was like, oh my god, this is weird. And obviously, you can't blame that. But like, I think it's when you're like this all day in a dark room, looking at looking at a bright screen, it just burns your retinas and your eyes. Like everything. You know what I mean? It burns all that stuff, and it just more phones and social media together. It just it just does. It's not. It's like yeah, it's great and all that, but it has a lot of lot of bad kind of effects you know what I mean like damaging effects on especially people who like also grew up through that age you know what I mean the information age so I don't know I think um, like I, th- I, don't, like, I don't think there's nothing being done about it um, at all do you think there's anything about I just, about I just want to go back to what Shane said a minute ago and like uh, you know like the, the effect and the, the release of the good chemicals that you get when you go on social media like it's gratification for something that you like you haven't really achieved anything. Achieved anything, yeah. So and many it, goals. Yeah, and it's like you keep getting it, but you know you never actually get anything back from it. And like that, getting up in the morning, going outside, like not looking at your phone, just taking in the moment, being really mindful, like mm. that all becomes addictive too if you do it properly. Yeah, and I remember, uh, I remember a lot of talking to a lot of people about this kind of like if you didn't get like a certain amount of likes on Instagram, that you'd actually just delete the post. The twelve like rule. I'm pretty sure the girl like and not not to not to say it's just girls, but that was kind of a thing I always heard 11, girls say. It was eleven, wasn't it? Eleven or twelve yeah. like yeah, I think it was eleven actually. Eleven like rules. So if you didn't get eleven likes when you put a post after like, like after a few hours or whatever it yeah. was, um, the post comes down or that whole thing of oh put up this might delete it later and stuff yeah. like this. I remember there was a lot of uh, when Instagram first came like kind of into fruition. It kind of like um, there's a lot of like if you post a photo, but it, you see after a while and after an hour you go back to the internet and it's like that's just non-existent like the photo's just gone it must not got like a lot of likes and I think that's kind of sad in the way that like, people actually feel so insecure because of that what they present and actually want to take yeah. it down a photo of them like, it could be it's like, same photo from a different angle like they put it in last week that got double the likes like I mean just it, it just it just highlights our insecurities and you know uh, it's looking for gratification of other people like that you really don't need and I mean if your photo doesn't get enough likes that shouldn't be a reason to take it down. You should leave it there. Yeah. Um. You know, and like you're you're looking you're looking for gratification from something you can't control. I mean, you can't control how many people will oh, actually like yeah. your photo, yeah. and that's terrible for your mental health because yes. you're relying on others. That's uh, a that's really true. Yeah. Um, I personally continue to use Instagram more than anything because I use it as more of a log. For stuff which I yeah. quite like, if it's whether it's fitness, whether it's memories with friends or whatever like that, yeah. I think Facebook a lot of stuff gets lost in the fucking kind of stratosphere you of what you're putting up. I think if you use stuff effectively, you get the best out of social media and that stuff. If you use it effectively, like if you use Facebook, which when you need to Facebook, if you have like say like you don't have any credit on your phone, you want to message someone, like that's how you use Facebook. That's how you benefit from that. You know what I mean? So you don't have you can just Wi-Fi whatever. Write to anyone, write to anyone you want, whatever you want to write to a friend, you want to write to your parents, whatever. If you're whatever, not gonna be. And I think that's a good thing about social media. I think you have to use it effectively. But when you abuse it, is when you know, it's when it's v- very damaging for yourself, for your mental health, and you know, for for individual coping mechanisms. Not gonna be. Yeah. Absolutely. You know. You know. That's they true. Said, uh, boys. Anything here's else? Here's a fact. Uh, the same for business, like you know, people in the workplace. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were saying that like like people realize obviously like as well as you find like work difficult, exhausted, and overbearing at times, it is like the individual's ability to cope with stresses and strains at the workplace is our ability to like strengthen our character. Yeah. But millennials, due to social media, find it like even more difficult to cope with like financial stress, emotional stress, and work related problems. As like instead of turning to a friend, they turn to social media, 
a device which offers temporary relief. And I think that's a huge thing. That's a very... That's a that's a deep thought. Yeah, I think that's a very kind of... Uh, it is, but so true. It's yeah. so true. Like, a lot of fellas would rather write something online on Facebook, a big rant on Facebook, than actually write... Yeah, than actually friend. talk to a friend. And I think that's a huge problem. And I think mm. that's one of the main problems with social media. And that's yeah. what obviously increases then. I mean, like, how many times have you seen the Facebook status with the, you know, like, the feeling sad and the sad face? Yeah. Uh, you know, can't, uh, can't catch a break at work, I've, uh, you know, uh, yeah. just just having a bad day. And then someone writes underneath it, you all right, you want to chat? And they're like, nah, it's all right. Yeah. And I've seen that so many times. Yeah, I think, I think we've all seen that. Like, I think as well, like, when someone says, well, but do you want to talk to me? Like, they're wait, like they're kind of like saying, like, Look, it's the person who, who's in the bad humor. Like, you have to come out and talk to me instead of like me going and talking to you. You know, that kind of way. And it kind of destroys friendships in that way, I think, as well. Like, you know what I mean? It's not really kind of like. Like, you write to people who are not really there for you, don't know you that well, and like, you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're kind of giving your problems to them instead of giving problems to people who actually care about you. And that goes it. back to. That goes all the way back to superficial friends. Yeah. And I mean, exactly. how many of those people are actually your friends? And like, maybe you should try and talk to someone instead. I mean, like, there's something to be said for using platforms effectively too. Like, they are platforms for a reason. Facebook is a platform for spreading something. If you're unhappy with something in our society, say it's Ireland, say it's a referendum like we have coming up, that's yeah. really important to our nation and stuff. But if all you're putting up is feeling sad, pissed off about this, the government's doing this to me and all that, yeah. using the platform in an effective way to raise awareness rather than to complain about something yeah, is, is yeah, going to yeah. get, like, like Willie was saying, like, only do what you can control. When yeah. I see somebody with a, with a Facebook status like that, I'm thinking that's negativity and that's not really going anywhere. Mm. I see somebody that's sharing a charity sharing a referendum post to raise awareness to register to vote for example yeah. and you should if you haven't but uh, that's uh, that's the effective way of using a platform rather than complaining about something that you can't yeah. control yeah definitely 100% I agree 100% yeah. I agree well I have a, a quote here from uh, 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 I can't even say it now a journalist named uh, Shears he said the economy is looking down the barrel of a less motivated highly depressed and unmanageable workforce where the population becomes far more concerned with other people as they deal with themselves destroying innovation individual creativity and leadership for the future like you were saying earlier about like um, that we actually don't have like good mindfulness that like we don't actually like bask in silence you know what I mean we have to have like phone fill that void but if you actually notice like when you actually think about nothing you think of everything like you're, you're at your most creative point when you're sitting down and in your bed, just, just, just gather your thoughts. Mm. It's when you actually come up with, with your most creative ideas yeah. and what you want to do. When you actually start balancing stuff out and you actually start getting to know, I know I cringe yourself, but get to know yourself more. You're not gonna yeah, definitely. I think, but putting the void you know, in your phone, you're putting yourself on a standby. You know what yeah. I mean? And you're looking at stuff that you looked at earlier. It, it, could def- it could definitely cut off that creative, mindful state you're trying to, like, you're trying to get across to yourself. Yeah. If you're sitting in an empty room, trying to do a project for college or whatever it is for work throw that phone uh, looking at your phone is really not going to get you to come up with something I, yeah. I'm pretty sure Leonardo da Vinci wasn't looking at Instagram when he <laughs> came up with <laughs> his stuff Mona Lisa, like, you know what I mean so any great inventors whoever you want to reference in history I'm pretty sure they weren't just looking at their phone you know yeah. so yeah. I mean like so, someone who's some, someone who's mildly creative these days could be easily mistaken for a genius yeah. It's like very true. Absolutely wrong. I mean, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. In that sense. I mean, like, when's the last time? I mean, in the last, I don't know, 20, 30 years, have, have we had anyone near like Da Vinci? So. Yeah. <laughs> Einstein <laughs> level, I think, was yeah. like, maybe the yeah, last maybe, one that would uh, <laughs> an absolute, you can consider a genius, yeah, yeah, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah. Um, I mean, talking yeah. about maybe like the likes of Stephen Hawking. 
Yeah. But then we look at people nowadays like um, like uh, Steve Jobs and, and these kind of guys who, who are a reason, well, not the reason, but are, are like a byproduct of what the world is now. Like, I mean, and we, we, we say they're fantastic people in the sense that, like, yeah, they're fantastic. They, they've done something. They, they, they will reap the rewards of it. But in the day, what they're doing is they're, they're making people addicted to to, to their thing. Like, the social media, you know what I mean? They're making addicted. They're, they're caring about more than money than the people that's using it. You know what I mean? I think that's the way we look at it now that everyone's kind of like an anti-hero we, we look up to anti-heroes now more than we actually look up to heroes yeah. in that kind of sense I mean even um, you said Steve Jobs there like I think we all know I think Apple actually had to admit to it when they they, uh, they were up in court over this they were downgrading their old products when they brought out a new product so yeah. if you had the iPhone 6 your iPhone 5 yeah. doesn't really work it's anymore the, the processor they slowed yeah. down the processor speed yeah yeah um, that's that's what they were doing. So you think about this in a way that uh, same with their accessories. Uh, like an iPhone charger is terrible. It breaks really easily. Yeah. So just say you wake up eight a.m. You're going to work. Your iPhone charger breaks. Yeah. And you, you, all you're thinking is, geez, at five p.m. when I finished, I have to go get an iPhone, iPhone charger. Charge. And that, so that, anyway, that that's but that's your whole day. And you won't even like that. Get your dinner. No. <laughs> you won't like you won't get your dinner like. Um, we'll just have uh, something small today and I'll go off and I'll, 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 I'll get my iPhone charger yeah. <laughs> no, that, that, it, iPhone charger gone your battery gone your phone and straight away it like, defines your day like, you'd rather you'd stand in the, in the in the Apple shop now for an hour before you go home and eat some dinner <laughs> yeah. in, like, it's kind of mad that we actually put that first you know what I mean it's crazy you know what yeah. I mean it's absolutely crazy madness but, uh, but another thing as well it's kind of probably the last topic if you want if you want to discuss it, it's like approximately 56% of millennials in the EU are absent from work due to very high work-related stress levels, which is higher than all previous generations, and costing nearly 300 billion per annum like in the EU. So that's like triple the money that's spent on people who are homeless. Jesus. And that's just being left over from people who, who have absent days from work due to kind of work-related stress, stress and all that stuff. I think that's crazy. But is there, you know, they, they call it the, uh, is it the, the always-on generation? Yeah. Because I mean, like yeah, you, you leave work and like it could be seven, eight p.m. in the evening, and your boss texts you, texts you like, "Oh, you know, you need to do this now. Or you need to check this email, or you need to, you know, I need you to do this." Whereas, like a couple of years ago, when you left work, like there wasn't really any way of contacting. You had to make like a phone call, and that phone call would only last a couple of seconds. Yeah. Now you are constantly checking your phone for emails and things like this. Phones, yeah. I mean that like your brain literally never switches off, and like you're like, and th- this goes back to again. I mean, you're lying in bed, like waiting to go to sleep because you work in the morning, and you're checking your emails, like or your text or whatever it is for work. It's just, yeah, that's a bit um, that's a bit consuming of. You're all your attention really isn't it mm. have you ever like went to do something you have something planned and then you go on your phone and actually forget what you're going to do in the first place has that ever happened to you you're like yeah. ideal time when you go for a shower the shower's run you're yeah, on your phone. phone for a second and you know it's 10 minutes passes and your mother's shouting you from downstairs yeah. get in the shower I don't have one at all <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean but that's the way it is and, I, and it happens to me I'm a culprit of it myself but I, after like the last two years I've definitely like since I started just like managing like that like you know social media is, is, a, is a problem you know what I mean and obviously I was using it so much that I said you know myself I have to cut it out of my life yeah. and I did and I think now I'm running like I'm, I'm more creative on things I want to do I want to go out more I want to do all these things you know what I mean I just feel like a better person I feel like you know what I mean that I have less problems yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. and that's that's something where people in a similar situation can relate to in because 
Oh, you can do something with yourself, you know what I mean? If you, and if it's you it's one of those things act. where you have to catch yourself in the moment too because you don't actually know when you're consumed by it. And it traps you in, like yeah. whatever you're looking at on your phone, if it's a text, if it's mm. Instagram or Facebook, whatever it is. So when you catch yourself in the moment, you have to get yourself out of it and think, how do I counteract what I'm doing to myself right here? Like, and if you're looking for some tools, this is only me and I let the boys give their stuff to you, but like, like stuff to just stop you doing stuff like like the one we started the podcast pretty much with was Willie stops just don't look at your phone you wake up in the morning it's the best yeah. thing someone has told me in months you know so it's kind of one factor that that, yeah. that, that uh, leads to a lot of other kind of uh, gateways to, to, to just stop yeah. social media addiction another one for me personally was reading like reading a book not an audio book yeah. actually reading a book that's another topic I know, isn't it? Like, you were just saying there, like, like reading like people don't actually read books anymore because they have the attention span to read a book they can't it's been down to start a book and finish yeah. it like, 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 think, like think that's of, crazy think, man think of how long like you might need to wait to get to the payoff of a book like I mean like it could take you it could take you a week like some books could take you a month or two like depending on how slowly you're reading it I mean you have to get like the whole way to the end or even even getting through the first few chapters when it, you're just being introduced to characters and things like that and nothing's happened yet mm. like you could just go on social media and get that payoff pretty much instantly like on, 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 so, on something like Twitter, you know what I mean? Yeah, you go on Wikipedia and you look at that and you've got like a synopsis, a very short synopsis yeah. and you get it like that. Yeah. And like, but oh, not that would be so that. cool. They say like, oh, that would have been so cool to read. And then you're like, then it destroyed the whole satisfaction of reading a book. But not, not even that, like you can get the same feeling from just seeing a short tweet rather than having to read a whole book. Yeah, to that's do. very true. But obviously books are... 10 times more creative than any generic tweet. Yeah, so. I remember uh, the f- when we, like, you know, in Century, like, probably school, you had to read books. Yeah. You know, and it, like, I remember, like, the satisfaction I got from the, like, reading it, like, the finishing To Kill a Mockingbird in the school. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that paid off so much. Like, that was such a great book. Like, and I think after outside school, then you don't actually read books as much. I think as you get older, you start reading books more. I don't know if that's just like, biological, mm. I don't know, you get more interested, but I think. With, like people of our age now like I don't see anyone reading books at our age anymore mm. rarely it's a very very short it's a, few it's a very rare thing and I, I think like like if you go into a coffee shop and take out a book instead of your phone I mean you could be getting dirty looks like that. <laughs> yeah like, you would actually kind of, that's kind of so true live, like. that's kind of that kind, that of, um, so true, that kind yeah, of makes yeah. me angry I'm not going to lie because that's <laughs> fucking really true when you think yeah, about yeah, now if, you, if so I actually saw somebody with a book I'd nearly appreciate them but still you still give them that look um I've been like, why? Why do you have a book, man? Where's your phone? Yeah, kind of, where's you your know? phone, man? Why are you not like you know? Why are you not? Um, you were saying you were saying to kill a mockingbird. Like I read that too, and to me that was like an eye opener thing. Where oh yeah, I like I read a book. I'm yeah. I'm like fourteen. I just read a book. What the fuck? Fantastic. And then after that, it was the Catcher in the Rye, which mm. we we uh, which is a fantastic book. I think everybody should read that book. But that's the that's one where the to kill a mockingbird was one where we read with the class, yeah. and then. When I got a bit older, we had to read the the Catcher in the Rye, which is one of the best books I've ever written. But um, I'm sure the last two years since I kind of I managed like my social media usage, I've actually read more books in two years than I have my whole life up to that point. Yeah, literally, that's literally what what, what the thing is. Like you know what I mean, but what you're saying, you're saying. Oh yeah, that 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 was just one where it was where I had to read it on my own. Yeah. It wasn't like we're gonna do this on the class. We're yeah. gonna give you points and stuff like hey, look look up YouTube videos. And stuff. It was literally I sat down and I just read the book because I loved it. So what book did I read again that that I, I thought was like I I just picked it up and I read it when I was bored. <laughs> I read it and I finished it. And I was like this is the best thing ever. I think I was chased the books quite but brilliant. It's one of the books that I like. You know what I mean? Like just not even the book itself, but like it's just something you start out of boredom. Not even out of boredom, but something you do, like you're to yourself. You're great. Like oh, I just take this book, start reading it, and you actually finish it. 
it's worthwhile. Yeah. You learn something. Oh, this is something actually funny. This shit happens to me and Gally all the time, but something happened last week where I read, I, I know, I watched this movie on Netflix. It was called The uh, Delivery Man. It's like a Vince Vaughn film. It's pretty oh, good, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is this is really weird. This is a weird little story. But, uh, so it's like a, it wasn't that highly rated. It just had Vince Vaughn in it. I wanted to watch something where I didn't have to concentrate, literally. I was just like, I was tired. I was on, put something on Netflix and lie there and look at it. And then uh, I watched it anyway. I went up to Gally's house like the next day and I was about to tell him about this film I just watched and he goes I read this book and he literally described the film that I just watched in a book I was like man are you, are you serious like I literally just watched that um, so I end up explaining all the characters and who played them or Gally was like what the fuck why, why is he playing you know what I mean it's like Vince Vaughn and Chris Pratt and all these actors Vince Vaughn Vince Vaughn but his character was just like the worst option ever the, like, the book was called Starbuck Yes, yeah, and the okay. film is called Delivery Man. Me, then Chloe actually, I don't watch the movie. Then yeah. <laughs> it's 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 not bad. Like, it's not bad. It's not in the book, obviously. I no. think that's a lot of movies, but we're a bit off topic here now. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's a good point. It's a very good point. Like, yeah, that that kind of sums it up. If you're talking about media and stuff like, like I had I watched the film, and then Gary was actually actually after reading the book, which is its purest form. You know. Yeah, I think. Well, like, like I watch Chris Miller, right? I, I think he's fantastic on like YouTube. All he does talk about movies, and like a movie that I would not watch. Like I don't know, like what's the new movie of True, True, True or Dare? It just looks so crap inside him, but it looks horrible. But uh, I look at his opinion of it, and I actually get so satisfaction from his opinion of of a movie that I don't have any tr- interest in watching. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's just the way it's gone now. Like I mean, instead of actually going and and having your own self perception of a movie, it's already decided. If if you see a bad comment, directly. You've already made up your mind before you've even watched you've the watched film the movie, yourself. Yeah. So. And I think people will tell you one thing like on social media, oh, for example, like say Finney War, for example, right? So I said, Finney War was the worst thing ever. And then like people were like, they go in with such low expectations then to a movie, and they're probably going to go into watch the movie then, they know it's that bad, like, but Infinity War is the, one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. I think, anyway, yeah. we don't go off topic because I love that movie. Yeah, no, we've just gotten we've just gotten more compulsive in general. Anyway, what's the what's the mix? Well, there's actually kind of a with Daryl Bem. He's kind of a he's a psychologist. He's about the self perception theory. He kind of like uh, kind of like outlines that like a person can withstand their addiction only through identifying that they have one. Yeah. Furthermore, kind of uh, promotes the effort for them like to try and change this like reliant behavior and to support nature, which is more like organized and managerial. Of their own processes, like it's kind of true. This people could improve in areas such as uh, increasing, like like retaining their like driven mentality, ability to form genuine relationships, increase their like mental health, and lower like depressive symptoms, and and achieve job uh, stability and security. And I think it's all just stems from this one little thing that's social media. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's a lot now. That's a lot now that you mean. But um, yeah, I think that's like some. Very much it, like you know what I mean. Like, um, banging on for about an hour now. Nearly yeah. an hour. That's results, that's a that's a solid like, podcast, though. Results through like primary resource show that like although social media addiction is high, there is actually a motivation for our participants to monitor their social media usage and to remote more time with friends and hobbies, and that's what we're trying to get at. Like you know I mean, that's what it is. You know, I think it's like the corporation ain't gonna help you. Like, are they, Facebook ain't gonna help you. Ain't gonna bring this on. You know I mean, you, like the people have to themselves have to put it up on Facebook like we are now. Yeah. We probably end up doing now in a few minutes. But that's how it stems from, you know. And I think, obviously, you're not going to save everyone. But once they get that message out there and people are aware of that message, I think that's the most important thing. And then they can take it on from there. I mean, exactly. That's a great way to end the podcast because yeah, we're out of time. How <laughs> <laughs> long is that? Oh, uh, nearly doesn't know. Nearly an hour, yeah. The, we, we could probably talk for four hours about things. Yeah. That's what we do. But uh, literally, this app, literally 60 minutes. So yeah. um, that's solid. That's a solid like first podcast from us. 
Uh, yeah, thank you. Thanks thank for you. listening, lads. Thank you. Whoever got to the end. <laughs> Adios.